Do you have to be physically fit for esports? At first glance, probably not. You're literally pushing buttons, watching a screen. On second thought, maybe. Maybe being in better physical shape makes you mentally sharper and tougher through the long haul of games and tournaments. To find out, I chatted with Fnatic Esports team member JW. JW plays Counter-Strike Global Offensive, and he works out with the top AI-powered fitness app, Freeletics. So my name is Jesper Wexel. Uh, my in-game alias is JW, and I play uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive for uh, Team Fnatic. I play different roles. I've used to be like the sniper rifle for the team, and now I'm more of uh, just a regular rifler. So I'm kind of uh, hopping into different roles when, whenever they're needed. So what makes for a good Counter-Strike player? I think what makes for a good Counter-Strike player is, uh, first of all, the mentality. I think it's really, really important that you have the right mentality and that you can always stay like in a good mentality because like it, it's computer games in, in the end. And I think a good mindset and a good confidence can, can make it or break it. Uh, so I think... The mentality is easily the, the biggest part, uh, in my opinion. Wow, so I can be a champion because I have like super positive mentality and everything <laughs> like that. You know, I, I stuck at computer games and all sorts of console games and everything like that, but I, I could be good? Uh, yeah, like if you have the mentality and you put in the time, sure, then you can be good. Now, obviously there's uh, like more elements to it. Uh, you need to be putting in the time and you need to be productive with the time. Uh, I mean... It's not good that you sit and, and do the same thing like 20 hours a day, right? That That's just quantity uh, over mm -hmm. quality. So you need to know what you should focus on as well. And you need to be able to have the kind of mindset where you can um, take criticism and uh, not take it like as an, what do you say, like a personal attack. Uh, yes. Because that's... A huge uh, mistake a lot of people do i think when you get criticism or something you get like you feel attacked which is where mindset and stuff like that comes in again i think now i would assume you'd also need some level of physical dexterity with your fingers you'd need some level of speed with your mind and other stuff like that to be a great player you've won multiple tournaments correct uh yeah yeah i almost won like everything there is to win i think yeah, obviously you need to be like good with the mouse coordination and, and the keyboard coordination. But that's something for, for me, example, it's something I take for granted because I've been doing this since I was a little kid. So it's not nothing really I have to think about or train uh, regularly or something like that. And then once again, the mentality wise, you need to like in one or two seconds, you need to come up with maybe three ideas and you need to think like which is the best idea out of those ideas and like you need to take snap snap fast decisions so yeah the the mentality in that part as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely and speed uh mental speed physical speed so i would assume you know if you're going to practice for something like this you you grind you spend the hours uh, maybe not 20 hours a day as you're saying but you know a significant amount of time probably parents telling you to get off the computer or they're going to throw out the window who knows something like that probably caffeine late nights other stuff like that but you're saying that physical fitness is also a critical component correct yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think I've done uh, both or I've seen both sides of it uh, pretty much. I mean, I, I grew up doing this thing and 
I did it nonstop pretty much. The only only break I took was probably to to go and eat with my parents and then back into the room and and keep playing again. And sure, it it worked like short term, um, but long term it, it's not gonna work. You need to take the break and even if you are, let's say, doing some exercises outside the game, it's still going to affect your game. So you're technically still practicing for the game, even though it's not even at the computer or not even within the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's really important and it really helps you stay in better focus. And uh, I think then you can also like cut the caffeine if you want, uh, because you, I think you feel more healthy and more more awake uh, because of the exercise. It's interesting because we're gearing up for what seems to be the Summer Olympics. They look like they'll be going forward. And when you think about parenting and kids and kids who are into physical fitness, whether they're playing soccer or football or, you know, some Olympic sport training for that, everybody thinks, hey, that's wonderful. That's great. You know, nobody thinks, wow, they're spending 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day prepping for this thing, and it's not healthy. But most parents, however, if they're thinking about computer games, they're not thinking it's super healthy for their kid to be training eight hours a day, five hours a day, whatever it is. Were your parents supportive? Yeah, my my parents have always been very supportive. I mean, it was kind of easier for me as well because my dad were running like the local uh, computer shop that we have in 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 our small city here, so it was pretty easy. But also they saw like all these other good elements in it, like uh, maybe you're not super popular in school and stuff like that. But in, in like in the internet world, you can be kind of whoever you want, which it's is a good and a bad thing because a lot of people choose to be a bad person <laughs> because of that but if you actually choose to be like a good person you can get a lot of friends and it, it's a very social uh, thing and i think you can really have uh, have it such kind of like an escape zone i think a lot of people have had it uh, me personally as well sometimes during my my younger years like i could escape away from from my reality and play computer games and see friends even though I didn't really have friends, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they were always very supportive because they understood, uh, especially the social element uh, of, of it all, I think. So let's talk about the physical fitness. You've been doing something with Freeletics. What do you do? Me personally, I, I'm more like a cardio kind of guy. I like to do like some jogging, running to, to get that going. But Freeletics has a lot of like quicker heat exercises, which also fits me very good because I've always been that kind of guy who like I, I enjoy training and I know I, I feel that it gives me something in the game, but I, I hate putting like too much time into it. So those heat exercises is something that's really good for me because they're, they're kind of short and uh, yeah, higher intensity. So I think there's something for for everyone. I mean, someone surely likes to spend 90 minutes instead of just 40 minutes and and then there's something for them. But Mm -hmm. I I don't personally like that. What has been the impact? What are the results of you spending time not just learning your game and playing your game and practicing your game, but also bringing in the broader physical fitness exercises? I would say that it helped me uh, in a lot of aspects. privately uh, in my personal life and also like in, in my gaming life I get more uh, more energy I feel more I have easier time to 
think of solutions to problems instead of just seeing the problem in something and uh, yeah better energy overall to stay focused for like a long day and yeah i think overall the energy is is the biggest biggest upside to me really really interesting maybe contextualize this a little bit for us uh in the context of esports esports is still young but it's growing fast and it's becoming increasingly important you see esports growing by leaps and bounds in terms of sponsors in terms of organizations teams leagues all this stuff now we're getting to another level of preparation mentally and physically for esports correct yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been here from uh, very early stages. I mean, I, I started in Fnatic in 2013. So I've been here for plenty of years and I've seen the impact of it and seen the rise. And yeah, definitely. I, I think it's really, really important. And the the mental aspect, as I've mentioned many times, is super, super important to be able to play like in front of a big, big crowd. Uh, not not many people can do that, and it's easy to sit like in your parents' uh, home and and play online and and dominate from there. But then you need to sit in in a stage with like twenty thousand people in a crowd. That's that's a different kind of thing, and and you really need a great mentality to handle that. And to build up on that mentality, I think you need to to do these kind of exercises and do this physical uh, workout as well. So I think it all comes together in a great way. You have it there from Jesper. I mean, it's easy to dominate online from home. Um, so <laughs> maybe there's hope for me yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to bring in Eleanor for a second here. Hi, Eleanor. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, tell us who you are. So I'm Elena. I am a leading brand partnerships and PR at Freeletics and have been there for the last six years. What made you decide that, hey, gamers, that's the audience we want to go after? So I actually have a background in gaming. Uh, I worked in the industry for quite a few years. And after moving into fitness, I kind of kept my eye on the industry. And I mean, esports has been something that you, you can't ignore. Uh, as you as you mentioned previously, it's just been growing and growing. And to me, I always thought the gamers and, and the esports industry in general is such a perfect fit. So you have such a, a huge yet dynamic, digital, young and highly engaged audience. And yet I feel like the fitness industry has not really done a lot for these people yet. Like, uh, as Jesper was saying, you know, fitness and mental fitness, they, they give you such an edge in the game and they're so important to be able to perform at your best, especially at the level esports has reached. And we just hadn't really seen that yet. You know, we hadn't seen any of the any of the other brands in the space uh, enter into this area. So we said, you know what, let's do it. I love it. I love it. It's really interesting, actually, Jesper, if I think about it, because you said you've been in the esports space for a long time and i don't know how long that is i think it's something like a decade or so am i correct uh yeah at least <laughs> at least so that seems like a long time for gamers because it seems like the kind of thing that you flame out really quickly like you rise to the top when you're amazing and you have a few years at the top and you kind of burn out and and leave am i right yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of 
too early still to to like know the lifetime of a player within esports and i think it's also like too early to know when is the time to stop uh because we have like maybe one or two maybe three players that is like uh, over 30 years old still competing so you, you don't know yet like when are you not able to do this anymore but i think like if you start out with these kind of things early knowing that you need to work on your mentality knowing that you need to work on the physical stuff i think you will be pushing towards a longer lifetime career mm-hmm. uh so yeah i think it's really really important to to stay in touch with it that's one of the things i was thinking about eleanor is that we know that physical fitness lends itself to mental fitness right that if you are physically fit you stay younger mentally correct absolutely and we've also seen that that more and more people especially uh, you know since covid have been realizing the benefits uh, long-term for emotion and mental health so you know we've run studies and we've seen that people have turned to fitness recently to really deal with, uh, you know, stress, anxiety, but also realize, you know, it has huge mental benefits that can be reaped. Absolutely. I love that aspect. I'm going to bring Jesper in for a second to talk about that because I'll say uh, I'm a hockey player. I play ice hockey, uh, not a lot lately because you can't get inside and play in a rink with COVID. Hopefully very soon. I live in Vancouver, Canada. I'm single vaccinated. Double will come next week or something like that. So maybe we'll start up. But one of the best things about playing ice hockey as a means of physical fitness is not just the fitness or anything like that. But when you're on the ice, you're just on the ice. That's all you're doing. That's all you're thinking about. Everything else drops away. The stress of work, the stress of family or whatever else is going on. Are you finding something similar about physical fitness for your job? Yeah, definitely. I think like if you do the things leading up to like a big tournament, if you do those things correct, then you can actually just sit, sit down on that stage in front of that crowd and you're sewn into the game. Uh, you don't you don't notice like how many people are in the crowd sharing. You don't notice how how much pressure is on the line. Like, I mean, I played in, in plenty of finals with like if you lose, there's like 100 grand. If you win, there's like a few more hundred thousand of grands and you, you can't think that way. Uh, you need to just zone in, focus on the game. And I think if you haven't done that job prior to that, I think it's easier to to start thinking like, oh, oh they're sharing there. And like you, you start to lose that mental uh, vibe. And maybe you start to think about the money. W- what is actually at stake here? Uh, mm-hmm. what, what can I lose by missing this? And you, you can't afford it because every mistake, someone like the opponent is going to rip you off uh, of that. So <laughs> super important. I'll bring Eleanor back, maybe to end here. What are you seeing uh, as a response among gamers? I mean, uh, gamers are not typically people that everybody thinks about when they think about super physically fit, super interested in eating the right thing, (laughs) drinking the right thing, and working out. What's the response among gamers for an exercise program, fitness program tailored for their needs? It's certainly not the first thing you think about, absolutely. But uh, so far, I've been very, very pleased with the response. So overwhelmingly positive. And two things I really hope to, you know, that will be the takeaways from from this will be that firstly, gamers perhaps feel more seen, like more visible in the industry, and that people are actually considering them as people who would be interested in fitness and increasing their 
performance in looking after their mindset, you know, all these things like confidence, self-talk, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. I know this is super relevant for Fnatic and for other gamers. And these are things you can really strengthen with fitness. So I hope that gamers on one hand will feel more represented through this, but on the other hand, will actually see this as a door opening and maybe an opportunity for them to change their thinking and to realize, hey, actually, this is something I can benefit from. And this is a way for me to level up, not just in game, but in real life as well. Wonderful. Love it. Eleanor, thank you so much. Jesper, thank you so much. Do appreciate your time. Thank you.